And I was, as I was thinking about the message, I thought, you know, that'd be a great message to preach the Sunday night before Easter. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, nah, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm just going to tuck that one away. Sometime, somewhere, the Lord will use me, amen, in that message. And then all of a sudden, you know, God prepares, you know what? God prepares us for what's going to happen in our path down the road. Someone say amen. This afternoon, my wife, she looked at me and said, now you're going to keep it short so we can go home early, right? I laid hands on her, rebuked her in Jesus. No. No, I didn't. I'm, I'm going to repent after service, okay? No, I didn't. <laughs> Amen. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. Oh, let's just clap our hands to him right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you today. Oh, glory to his name. Amen. Amen. There's a lot going on this week. Check the calendar. Hallelujah. There's a lot going on this month. You know what? A growing church has a lot going on. Hallelujah. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 1 through 7. And uh, I love the book of Ephesians. The book of Ephesians is the apostle Paul's crowning jewel. He, he didn't have to deal with any major issues like he did with the Corinthians or the Galatians and and you know, it was just beauty of the church and the glory of the church and the glory of Christ in the church. Hallelujah. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, the Bible says, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. <clears throat> but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show or shew the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. And this evening, by the help of the Holy Ghost, I would like to encourage and bless the congregation, the, the saints of the Most High God, hallelujah, with this word titled, The Quickening Power of the resurrection, the quickening power of the resurrection. Would all of you that are filled with the Holy Ghost and all of you that have not yet are going, but are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost, would you bow your heads with me and pray right now? Lord, we love you tonight. We appreciate you. I just humbly ask that the Spirit of the Lord would move in this place. I humbly ask that the anointing of the Holy Ghost would be upon me, not for my sake, but for the people of your name. I humbly ask that you would touch my mind and my lips and my tongue. Let every word that comes forth be from thee and of thee to minister, Lord, to encourage and uplift and strengthen the saints of the Most High. And let someone be renewed tonight in faith and in spirit, I pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. 
Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. And as we begin to delve into this message tonight and and you begin to look at how Paul penned the words, he starts out with a positive and he says, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and in sins. And then he begins to relate to us exactly what type of death that we were a part of. He he says, in times past, you walked according to the course of this world. We, we all walked according to the course of this world. The, the world that we live in that is, as Pastor so ably brought out last Sunday morning, and if you've not heard the message or if you've heard it and we're here, perhaps it would be good to listen to it again because we truly are fighting the spirit of the Antichrist that is in the world today. And that's the course of this world, the course that the world is set upon. John said it this way. He said, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, he said, is not of the Father, and, and, uh, but is of the world. And then he made a statement Right after that, he said, And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Oh, Lord, would somebody lift your hand with me right now and say, Lord, help me to do your will that I can abide forever in your presence and in your glory and in your name. Oh, someone say hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The course of the world has always been enmity with God. And the course of this world is quickly going down a path and has gone down a path of destruction because it is under the hand of man. It is guided by the hand of man. It's only the church. It's only the born again. It's only the believer. It's only the Jesus name apostolic and hallelujah. The ones that are baptized in his name filled with his spirit, hallelujah, that are not of this world, and the world is going to pass away. Then he went on to say, according to the prince of the power of the air, the prince of the power of the air, for the most part in general, is under the control of evil. There is power that is in the air. There are airwaves that travel and bring information to people, information to us, things that we hear and things that we see. And when you begin to talk about the airways and what comes across the airways, your first thing you can mention would be an item called the radio music. And I don't really need to really get on that and talk about worldly music that is out there because the lyrics of pop, country, and rock are a condemnation in itself. They condemn itself because all that they promote is what is in the world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. But thank God we've been delivered from that today. Oh, someone shout praise the Lord. The power of the airways, amen. But what do we expect? Look who controls the airways, amen. The spirit of the Antichrist. And, and oh, and we could talk about 
uh, satellite TV and we could talk about the internet and we could talk about cell phones and then we could really get on, a, get on a wave and ride that wave for about 30 minutes. But you know what I'm talking about. You know what comes across. You know who the prince and the power of the air is. And you know how we used to walk that way. But hallelujah, we who were dead in sins hath he quickened. Oh, someone say praise the Lord. All of this is death and sins that he has quickened us from. It's the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. And the Bible says, among whom also we all had our conversations in times past. In the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. We were disobedient, disobedient to Christ, disobedient to morality, disobedient to good conscience, disobedient to good teaching. And the Bible speaks about the wrath being children of wrath even as others, and the wrath of God is going to be revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. The Bible says in Colossians 3, Mortify therefore the your members which are upon the earth, and begins to talk about what we need to mortify, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence and covetousness and which is idolatry for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience and we were at one time children of disobedience. We walked in that path and thought that way. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I know uh, maybe you were born an apostolic, but I don't know. I was about you. I was born a sinner. Was anybody here tonight born in sin? Has anybody here tonight lived in sin? Hallelujah. All, amen. Know ye not that the unrighteousness, unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor idolaters, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, neither thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. All of this is captioned with, and you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and in sins. And the Bible says in another portion, and such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But God, who is rich in mercy for His great love, wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. For by grace are you saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now when the Word begins to speak of the sins of death, we must understand that Jesus took the death of those sins upon His sinless soul, to the grave of death. Did you know that death has a grave? Death has a grave. Jesus took the sins of death to the grave. Amen. He took them to the grave and he left them there. Hallelujah. The power, hallelujah, 
of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, hallelujah, the power of the air, the spirit of disobedience, all have been buried in the grave and covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Would somebody shout, thank God for the blood? Oh, thank God for the blood. Because it was nothing but the blood, hallelujah, that could, what could wash away our sins. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And he hath quickened us together with Christ. When it speaks of that, it's speaking of the resurrection. When he broke all barriers, coming out of the grave of death, he broke all the barriers of mankind's sin. He broke all the barriers of a broken relationship with him. He broke all the barriers of death when he came out of that grave. Hallelujah. He broke them. He tore them asunder. As a matter of fact, he tore out the post of the gates of hell, and they shall not prevail against the church of the living God. Someone shout yes. Just as the earth shook and the graves were opened, and the saints rose from the grave and walked in Jerusalem. So it is when we call on the resurrection power of Jesus, the grave of the body of this death is shaken, and we rise to walk in the new Jerusalem, that great city of Zion, with Christ. We are quickened together with Christ. The quickening that took place in the resurrection is the quickening that takes place and took place in us when we gave our life to him and were baptized in his name and filled with his spirit. And I want you to know and I want you to remember how the earth shook. Your body shook. Your world shook. It turned upside down. But the Lord brought life and joy and hope and power and deliverance. Oh, praise the Lord. We are quickened together with him in his resurrection from the grave. And the death of all sin is defeated. Jesus, Jesus, my Redeemer, there's no greater love than what you have given me. Hallelujah, I'm forgiven. And I'll never be chained again. Because the very same power that raised Christ from the dead is alive in me. And the very same power that overcame the grave, he lives in me. Oh, someone shout praise the Lord. And now I'm complete because he rescued me. He saved me. I'm going to shout it out loud. Oh, praise the Lord. And he hath raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That quickening power of the Holy Ghost, that quickening resurrection power of Jesus coming out of the grave. Have you ever wondered what takes place when you're fighting a battle 
And it seems like everything's lost. It seems like you're being overwhelmed. Amen. The enemy is coming in like a flood. And then all of a sudden you call on Jesus. You call on. When you call on the Lord, you're calling on the resurrection power. You're calling on the resurrection power of the Lord. And he comes and delivers us from the onslaught of the enemy and gives us the victory. Victory in his name. Victory by his quickening spirit. Victory by his power. And we're alive in him. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. No more chains holding me. From now on, I am free. No more chains holding me. From now on, I am free. I'm going to shout it out loud. I'm free. Hallelujah. I'm free from the power of death. I'm free from the chains of death. I'm free from the world. I'm free from the enemy. I'm free from what the, I'm free from the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Hallelujah. I'm free. I'm going to shout it out loud. Oh, someone shout praise the Lord. Sitting together, speaking of the resurrection, sitting together with Jesus in heavenly places, hallelujah, in the glory of his presence, being raised up from the body of this earth, amen, this earthly death of the spiritual man to bask in the presence of the king of glory in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, raised up from the dust of the earth, raised up from the grip of the natural man, raised up from humanistic thinking, raised up from lying, deceiving temptations of the devil, raised up from the attacks of the enemy of our soul, raised up from the struggle of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, raised up into the presence of Jesus, my Savior, my healer, my peace, my deliverer, my strength, my song, and my salvation, raised up with him in power and glory and anointing and life and hope and deliverance. Someone shout yes. Raised up by his resurrection power. Raised up by the presence and the power and the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The death had a hold on me, had a grip on me. Oh, I couldn't break loose. The pains of death just reaching for me all the time. I talked to Pastor Elder Mahaney this morning. I said, when I was younger, I wasn't serving God. I was scared to death driving down the road and I would be hit by a semi and die and be lost because the pains of death had a grip on me. And I knew, amen, that my life was not right with God. Oh, but I'm telling you today, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ has come alive. It's alive in me. It's alive in you. And whatever death the enemy comes and tries to bring our way, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ has broken the chains of death, broken the chains that hold you down, broken the chains that would have threatened your soul and your life with Jesus Christ. Threatening. Hallelujah. He broke them. He demolished them. He destroyed them. He buried them in the grave and he covered them with his blood. Oh, someone shout praise the Lord. The resurrection is the antidote for everything that threatens to suck the life out of us. It doesn't matter what it is. It's the antidote for everything that threatens to suck the life out of us. You know, God brings us in. Delivers, delivers us from everything 
from all that is in the world. At least we believe and feel that he has. Hallelujah. There is so much in the world that we are delivered from when God fills us with his spirit and we are filled with joy and hope and life. Hallelujah. It's such a great thing. New convert spirit, living for God, walking with God, feeling the presence of the Lord. And then all of a sudden, amen, we get blindsided. <laughs> Anybody ever been blindsided? You know, you, we, there was a movie out sometime called The Blind Side about the, the tackle, amen, the, 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 on the offense, the left tackle protects the blind side. Sometimes we get blindsided, and, but I want you to know nothing comes our way without it being approved of the Lord. Hallelujah. He'll never put more on us than what we can bear. He's got a plan, and he knows the path that I take. He knows the way that you are. He knows the path. He's got his hand up on you, and he's guiding you with his eye. Oh, someone shout praise the Lord. Blindsided, but the resurrection power, amen, is an antidote to, to everything that would come our way that would threaten to suck the same power that brought us out is the same power that will keep us out. The same power that gave us life is the same power that gives us life today. It doesn't diminish, it doesn't fade, it doesn't go away, it doesn't stop. The same resurrection power of Jesus Christ is alive and it keeps us. We need not to fear because Jesus said fear not 365 times in the Bible. He said fear not. Hallelujah. Even the areas in our life that seem beyond our control. The areas in our life that we do not have control over. Now, I, I try to be a man I don't want to be a boy or an effeminate, you know, you understand. You know, I try to be a man. And being a man, I, I like control. There's not a man in here like that, is there? Yeah. We all can repent together after service. But there are some things, many, many things in our walk with God that are beyond our control. They come at us from areas of our life that we have no control over. The resurrection power of Jesus Christ is the power and the antidote and the life that even takes care of those things. Someone say amen. Brother Jordan from Toledo and Mark Jordan, no relation. Uh, would have liked to have been his son and received some of his intelligence, Lord. Couldn't you have... No, he came and taught him two or three years ago. Taught the men. And uh, he began to talk about fishing. I mean, you want to get on man's, <clears throat> get their attention, most of us. Even though I don't fish anymore, I used to. And I could catch a bass if I needed to. And crappie, I knew how to catch crappie. I knew the right bait. I could catch bluegill. I could catch catfish. I could catch carp, too. <laughs> I could catch bullhead. You don't, you don't know what a bullhead is. You know, just fish in our natural. I, I knew how to, I knew what lures, I knew what baits to use. And, and he came and began to talk about fishing. He began to talk about lures and began to talk about live bait. And a lure, he began to tell us, is a false. It's artificial. It's not real. It's not real. 
You know, you throw it out and you make it look like it's real and that bass hits it. When that bass hits it, it hits like a ton of bricks. And, oh, what a fun it is to catch those bass. And, and, and live bait, crappie, you know, he said, and he talked about the enemy and he talked about, he talked about uh, offenses and talked about uh, being offended. Amen. He talked about, and he said, you know, the enemy, the enemy, it doesn't matter whether it's fake or real. It doesn't matter. Because if he gets you with it, if he gets a hold of you, if he gets the hook in your spiritual life, if he gets the hook in your prayer life, if he gets the hook in your Bible study, if he gets the hook in your faith, if he gets the hook in your steadfastness, it doesn't matter whether it's a real offense or if it wasn't even meant to be. But I want you to know today, hallelujah, that in real life, the resurrection power, those are things of death that cause death to the soul, death to life with Christ. But I want you to know today that the resurrection power of Jesus Christ even takes care of those things. Someone say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you deal with things that are beyond your control? How do you deal with things that you can't deal with in your mind? How do you deal with things? Amen. How do you deal with it when families that are dearest to you are being hurt by someone else? I mean, if you want to afflict me, I, I, I pray I have enough Holy Ghost, like he said this morning, to, to take it. And, you know, like my pastor, my father in the gospel said the same thing. He was at his work, and he said, uh, somebody said, you mean to tell me as a Christian that I can come and, and just beat you up and, and, and you won't do anything about it. He goes, well, I really, really, really hope and pray that I wouldn't. And you better pray that I don't either. Now, this man, this man was rough. I'll tell you how rough he was. He was rough. He said he was at a place sometime where he shouldn't have been, at the wrong place at the wrong time, and somebody pointed a shotgun at him and said, you better get out of here. And this man looked at that man and said, you better put that shotgun down or I'm going to take it away. Uh, you know, what man looks down the barrel of a shotgun and says, you're not going to point that shotgun? I'll take it away. <laughs> I mean, but you know what? You know what? I'm telling you, folks. But you know, you do something to me, but you touch Bria, I'll rip your head off. When I get done with you, there won't be enough left to spit on. You follow me? You touch my baby. You touch Esme. You touch Esme. Oh, I tell you, you know, you touch Micah. Oh, you don't know what I'll do to you. You understand? How do we deal with that? How do we deal with people hurting our loved ones, our family? How do we deal with that? There's only one thing we can do. We take it to the cross, and then we take it to the resurrection. Oh, my Lord. We take it to the cross, and we try to we take it to the Lord and say, You took this upon you in death, and you buried it in your grave, and I'm asking you to bring me out with the resurrection power and let the life of Christ. Oh, someone say praise the Lord. It's the only thing we can do. Because our mind can't comprehend some things. Our heart can't deal with some things. And we need the resurrection power in the life of Jesus Christ after his death. Hallelujah. After his burial to help us to cope and live the life in the world today. It's the only thing that will keep us alive in him.
betrayal by someone you loved and trusted above all except Christ? Oh, my. Anybody ever been betrayed? Yeah, guys, I know there's hands. Betrayal. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with betrayal? It's death. It brings death. It sucks the life. There are things like this that just suck the life right out of you. They just leave you barren and empty and void. And you're wondering, what in the world's going on? There's only one thing. There's only one thing. The resurrection power, the quickening resurrection power of Jesus Christ. It'll bring life back. It'll bring hope back. It's not in us, but it's in Him. We've got to have our faith and our hope and our life and everything in Christ. We've got to be buried in Him, alive in Him. We've got to be hid in the cleft of the rock where he's alive and well and have that spirit of the Lord it's the only thing that'll take care of it someone say amen hallelujah hallelujah praise the Lord praise the Lord being lied on and misunderstood in a terrible way amen misunderstandings that take place amen misunderstandings where we think somebody this or somebody that oh and let me let me hit this a root, finish it for me. Root of, yeah, you know, root of bitterness. I've got to, I did a little work for my daughter, Cassandra, and they were gone to France. And I went over, <clears throat> did a little work for them in their little flower garden. She was so thankful. I made her smile from ear to ear. Planted some flowers, Sister Jordan and I did. And, and there's this weed. There's this weed. I hate this weed with a passion. This weed doesn't have a ball of roots that's shallow. This weed has one root, and it goes, Don't, Has anybody ever dealt with that stinking thing? Don't you hate that with a passion? Yeah, that's how we hate the root of bitterness when it gets in us. You know what? There's a tool I've got to get for and show Bria how to use it because she'll be the one that will be doing it. Amen. As a tool, you got you to dig. It's about that wide. has a fork in it. You dig down. You know, you move the dirt back. You dig it away. And you get down about six inches, and you cut that root off. You know what? Sometimes we got to get down on the inside, and we've got to get down to the root. There might be things that we don't understand, and we're saying, I don't understand this. I don't understand that. Death seems to be stalking me. Hallelujah. Death seems to be stalking me like a shadow of the noonday sun, stalking me everywhere. I, death, I can't seem to break free. I can't see. You know what we need to do? We need to get the root, get to the root of it. Hallelujah. We need to start digging in prayer, digging, digging in the word, digging in the spirit. Get down, dig down deep, and let the Lord dig the root out. Someone say amen, and let the life of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ come alive in us again the joy of the Lord trading in my sorrows I'm trading them in for the joy of the Lord night may endure for a while but joy comes in the morning hallelujah this morning I turned to Jesse and brother Jesse and I said something about I said I said today's Friday but Sunday's coming he said what's that I said, well, there was an old preacher one time that walked to the pulpit after someone got up and preached a great, some young man got up and preached a great message. I got, my, this is the way I heard the story. You know, had all, everything all laid out, the word of the Lord. 
and he preaches a powerful message. And this old apostolic preacher gets up. I think this is the way it went. If, it's, if I'm not saying it right, forgive me. Uh, I want to declare that it may not be right before I go any further. Sound like a politician. Okay, let's move on. He said, today's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Today's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Today, death may be stalking you. Today, death may be having its way. Today, death might be destroying yours. Today, death might be this and death might be that. But I want you to know the resurrection's coming just in two more days. If you could just hold on, just hold on. The resurrection's coming. There's life. There's hope. There's power. Oh, someone say praise the Lord. You know, this was a part of my message before he preached the game this morning. I had addictions. My son-in-law who's in the police force said that heroin, and I think it's heroin, and he reaffirmed drugs this morning that you try it one time. One time, and you're addicted. One time, and it has a grip on you. Because they say that the first time is such a rush, you've never felt like that before. And so then what happens is you're always trying to, in the terminology I understood, chase the rush. Try to get that feeling that you had the first time one more time. Addictions that get a hold of you, that that get a hold of your body. I, I have a brother and a sister that are addicted to nicotine. What's amazing is... They watched a brother die of, of, of a lung disease and sit there and suffocate and die because of, of, of addiction of, and, and of, 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 of cigarettes and nicotine. And, and yet they can't stop because they're addicted. And people that are addicted to drugs can't stop because they're addicted. And people that are addicted to pornography can't stop because understanding states that there's a chemical release that takes place in your brain that that, that takes place. And, and the only thing that releases that chemical and that feeling is, is, is pornography and addictions that get a hold of us. Addictions that grip us. Addictions to things that we shouldn't be addicted to. But I want you to know that there is a power that can break every addiction and it's the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. It's the quickening spirit of the Lord. Oh, someone say praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. There's so much death that that comes. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Oh, someone say praise the Lord. Oh, I'm thankful that he delivers us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory to his name. Glory to his name. We have to deal with these things, onslaught of the enemy, but the quickening power of the resurrection is alive today, as alive today as it was when Jesus came out of that grave. Oh, hallelujah, and the earth shook. You know, our earth might shake, our world might shake. Amen. It might, it might be, we, we might be shaking. Amen. But I want you to know that the power of the Lord, hallelujah, will cause it to shake and bring deliverance. Oh, hallelujah. Rejection. Oh, oh, rejection, amen, who hath believed our report, the Bible says, to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed. 
For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. Amen. That when we shall see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. You know, he just wasn't much to look at. He just wasn't much to look at. And say, yes, he should be king. Yes, he's the savior. When you look at him, you see just a common man. You see a carpenter or perhaps a masoner working with his hands. Working with his hands. Working with his hands. Amen. You look at him. No, he can't be the one. Not him. Not him. He's despised, rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Grief and sorrows. Griefs and sorrows. You don't think that those that are in any kind of addiction don't have grief? You don't think that those that are in any kind of, of betrayal or hurt and pain don't have sorrows? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorrows of yesteryear. Sorrows of mistakes. Sorrows of failures. Sorrows of this and sorrows of that. Hallelujah. Amen. We all carry sorrows. We all carry griefs. But Jesus, the Bible says, carried our griefs and he bears our sorrows. And where did he take them to? He took them to a cross. Amen. He took them. He was, we did esteem him stricken smitten of God and afflicted. We saw him take the, car, the sorrows and we saw him take the griefs and we saw him take them to a cross. Things that we don't understand. Things that we can't figure out. Things that just can't make sense. Things that hurt us and plague us. Things that seem to crop up whenever we think everything's... I'm telling you what... I can be doing fine sometimes and think everything's all right. And then I'm reminded of the scripture in the hard way. Beware that lest you stand. Hallelujah. Beware. Amen. That you, lest you fall. And, and something will blindside me and hit me. It'll clip my Achilles heel and knock me right back down. Has anybody been there? I want you to know the Lord is able to take care of that and keep us and keep us strong and keep us alive. He'll carry those griefs. He'll carry those sorrows. He took them and he buried them. And he covered them with his blood. They're covered with his blood. The quickening power of Jesus Christ. But he was wounded. He was wounded for our transgressions. If the music would please come and prepare to sing. He was bruised. My iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. 
Not upon my ability to control. Not upon my ability to reason. Not upon my ability to deal with it. Not upon my ability of positive thinking to get through it. But the chastisement of my peace was upon him. And he buried it and he covered it with his blood. That chastisement. And it's still buried. It's still buried. His blood. You can't break the seal. You might have broke the seal. You might break the seal of this or that. But you'll never break the seal of the blood of Jesus Christ. We are sealed. Sealed by his blood. Sealed by his spirit. Hallelujah. And with his stripes, we are healed. He was oppressed. He was afflicted. Never said a word. Taken from prison and judgment. Who's going to desire him? He was a prisoner. Cut off of the land of the living. Made his grave with the wicked and the rich. Did no violence, no deceit. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. The pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The pleasure of the Lord. The pleasure of the Lord. Somebody take your right hand. Pat yourself here. Say, I am the pleasure of the Lord. I'm the pleasure of the Lord. It is His will for me to prosper. Amen. I'm talking spiritually. I'm not talking financially. That's between you and the Lord. Amen. And spiritually also. But I'm telling you, it's the will of the Lord for us to spiritually be prosper. Amen. He shall see the travail of his soul and he's satisfied with the sacrifice. Hallelujah. And, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Amen. Hallelujah. My righteous servant shall justify many. He shall bear their iniquities. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, so many times, and I, I, I'm saying this, I'm saying this probably in my flesh because we are not shouting. If it is in my flesh, please forgive me. Okay, I'm going to say it and hope that it's of the Holy Ghost. So many times we equate the quickening of the resurrection power with a shout and a dance and a song. But it's not always the shout, the dance, and a song. Most times the quickening power of the resurrection is victory over death, hell, and the grave. It's victory over sin. It's victory over the flesh. It's victory over the enemy. It's strength. It's deliverance. It's power. It's hope. It's peace. It's comfort. Most times, that's what the quickening power of the resurrection is because it brings us out of death that wants to suck the life out of us and destroy us and destroy our testimony and destroy our relationship with God. Hallelujah. But I want you to know Jesus came that we might have life. That's a thief. He came to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life in that more abundantly. I humbly ask us to stand tonight. I humbly ask that my brothers and sisters that are my peers, and I stand before you here as I say this, I, my brothers and sisters that are my peers that feel the message, understand the message, and maybe 
It might apply to you and you might need the touch of the resurrection power. I'm asking you to kindly come and talk to the Lord a little bit. Would you do that right now? Would you step out and come, please? And just catch a thank you. The Lord talking to you and you're dealing with things that God needs to help you with. You don't know where to turn and you don't know how to deal with it. You've tried in every way you can and you don't know what to do. That's it. Thank you. Come and pray with somebody. Come and minister to somebody. Come and help somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.